0: welcome to the Happiness in Movement podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about all things life and mental health and some of the challenges that we face along the way. I hope you enjoy this episode and don't forget to head over to my Instagram at happinessinmovement to keep up with all of my latest content. Hello everybody, welcome back. Um, For anyone that's been here before, I just want to say a quick thank you for all the support and the feedback on the first three episodes. Um, I've been kind of winging things and just doing what I felt like doing and you know it does seem to have gone down quite well. I've really enjoyed doing it and people have said that there's been some valuable stuff there for them as well. So yeah, I really really appreciate everyone that's been supporting me so far on this sort of part of my mental health journey I suppose. Um, Before I get started tonight I just want to give a quick shout out to my friend Matt. Um, Anyone that has listened to the first three episodes you'll notice that there's a bit more of a professional sound at the start now. That's because my friend Matt is in a band called The Courtyards. He's he's always really been into that stuff and um, he said that he'd as a little bit of a side project, organise some music for me to then turn into my introduction and I'm really, really happy with how it came out. So yeah, big thank you to DJ Chorizo. Um <laughs> so What I've decided to do for this week's episode is a little bit of an introduction to mindfulness for people that might not have really done it before, or even if you have, just to sort of have a go at a couple of exercises, maybe get you back into the swing of things, or give you a little bit of a different perspective to what mindfulness actually is and what it's all about. So, I was personally first introduced to mindfulness by a counsellor that I saw through work, and this is probably when I sort of first started struggling with my mental health and there was that much going on and I was trying to come to terms with that much that I don't think mindfulness at that point in time really did me much good. Um, I think I was looking for it to sort of fix my problems in a way and that's not really what it's all about. So, yeah, as a a little bit of a a brief overview of what mindfulness is, um, there was a chap called John Kabat-Zinn in America. Um, I think he was born in the 40s and he was a professor. um, I think he was originally in like biology and some stuff like that but he had a little bit of a, a sort of enlightenment period really where he was really against the vietnam war um and he started studying uh, sort of like zen philosophies uh, because of some people that he met through the college that he worked at and he he ended up studying um a lot of sort of Buddhist practices which is where mindfulness is actually derived from so the Buddhists follow something that's called the Eightfold Path Um and you, you can Google that I won't sort of run you through it all today but it's it's basically about how to live well um, and have a positive sort of impact on those around you and on your own well-being and it's about having the right behaviours and the right thoughts and it's, it's about just really keeping centred um, in all aspects of life so... After Jon Kabat-Zinn had studied a lot, studied a lot of this stuff, he he sort of stripped away all of the Buddhist elements of it, and he sort of turned it into a really, really scientific approach, but all derived from those same sort of concepts. And using that, he came up with something called the mindfulness-based stress reduction. So that is essentially a way that people can then manage stress that they are under using the concepts of mindfulness. So. That's something that since then it's been used to treat all manner of things ranging from anxiety to stress to low mood to pain. Um, you know, with me and my physio background, that's something that really, really interests me. The fact that a form of meditation can have a really positive impact upon someone's pain and their sort of daily life and it can help them live with less pain and enjoy things without worrying about pain as much so yeah it's it's something that's really really interesting to me and it seems really applicable to a lot of scenarios in life so I thought I'd have a bit of a run through with everyone tonight so you can get a bit of an idea of what mindfulness is and maybe have a go at it yourself later on and just see how it can help you um so yeah so the, the, the main concepts of mindfulness, really, you can split them down into three things. The first one is being awareness, so total awareness. That's total awareness of you and how you're feeling and what is going on around you, what you can sense, you know, see, hear, smell, feel. Um, it's just about using all of your senses to be really focused and aware of what is going on right there. Um, the second um, concept is non-judgment so what we mean by this is that the things that you're thinking and feeling at that present moment you don't then analyze them you don't make judgments about whether it's good or bad you don't start attaching memories to it and you don't you don't let yourself sort of follow the thoughts down the rabbit hole so to speak so, and the final element of mindfulness is being in the present moment so what we mean by this is you'll probably rep- have a have a sort of situation that springs to mind but have you ever been feeling a certain way um, good or bad and then you start attaching memories to that feeling so let's say you're thinking about something that's just made you feel sad And then as you're feeling sad about it, you start to think about other times that you've felt that sad and people that have made you feel sad and memories where you felt sad. And you start to lose an awareness of what's going on right now because we're stuck thinking about potentially something that's happened in the past or we're worrying about something that might be coming up in the future. Um, So yeah, that's what the final concept there means, that present moment. It's just about being right here, right now, focusing on what we're doing. So... Some people often say that mindfulness sort of, they think it doesn't suit them because they don't like meditating. And, you know, I don't know tons about this, but mindfulness isn't meditation. Um, it's, It's not about sitting and zoning out and not being focused on anything. It's actually about being more aware of certain things that we might not normally pay attention to and that'll make a little bit more sense after we've run through a couple of exercises um so yeah tonight's episode is actually a little bit more interactive than what we've done so far it's not just me talking we're going to do uh, a couple of mindfulness exercises to get you aware um of yourself in a bit of a different way and to sort of highlight some things that you may find difficult when you're talking about your concentration and your awareness of thoughts feelings a scenario that you're in you know it's it's so easy in the modern world to just get swept away with whatever it is that we're doing and really lose sense of things that might be important or you know it's, it's just very easy to get yourself lost and swept away with technology and the busy rush and you know, having to be out earning a living, all this type of stuff that everybody's going through day to day. So yeah, what we'll do first then is a little bit of an exercise where you can just use your phone to be a little bit more mindful, you know, as again, modern living, we're on our phones all the time, we're always connected, there's always information available, but how often are we mindful about what our phone actually feels like and how we feel when we're using it so a lot of you will probably be listening on your phones right now um so if you can just take hold of your phone for a minute for me and what i want you to do is just have your phone screen side up flat in the palm of your hand and just hold it out with your arm slightly bent And to start off with I want you to just start having a little bit of a think about how your hand feels, how the phone feels in your hand and how the rest of your arm feels. So a couple of examples there, you might be able to feel the grooves around the camera on the back of your phone or you might be able to feel the texture, Um, is different in different places where your fingers are so the side of the phone will feel different to the back uh, and so on. start to track the feeling a little bit further up your arm. If you go to your wrist, how do the muscles feel around your wrist? Can you feel some tension there where they're balancing against the phone in your hand and they're keeping that weight upright? If you keep tracking further up your arm and feel around the elbow and sort of think what you can feel there, there'll be some tension in your bicep and further up in the arm in the shoulder you may even feel a little bit of pull in there even though phones don't weigh that much you can feel the muscles working in your arm and this is something that we're normally completely unaware of so have a go now flipping your phone over in your hand and start to think of some differences so you're probably screen side down now so chances are the screen feels a little bit colder than the back of the phone did um and if you're sort of rubbing your fingers around the inner edges of the phone, you'll be able to feel that it's slightly different to what's around the back potentially. The weight of it will obviously still feel the same, but then we're picking up on different temperatures and textures this time. So we're being aware of, again, different senses that we might not normally be using or paying attention to while we're just going about our day. So that's that's something that I was first shown uh, yeah, quite a few years ago now, and that was just a way of getting me to be aware of other things that I hadn't first considered. So it's not the most mindful of activities, but it's something that we're normally very mindless about. You know, everyone can spend ages scrolling through the phone without really thinking about anything by doing a quick exercise like that it just really brings you into the current moment and you don't just have to think about the phone and your arm you can think about where you're sitting you can think about things that you can hear around you things that you might be able to see so that it's it's just a a nice little way of introducing mindfulness into something that's normally quite mindless and and that's that's basically what mindfulness is you know it's about stopping yourself just being Up in your thoughts and it's about bringing awareness to your body and how you feel and what your senses are telling you and all these things that normally happen without you needing to really put too much thought into it so on the topic of being mindless what we're going to do now is a a little bit of a breathing exercise and something that's called a body scan now this is something that i started practicing more and more when i was struggling to sleep So I really, really struggled with getting my mind to switch off and getting my body to relax and actually letting myself fall asleep. So this exercise is really really good for just bringing awareness to things again that you're not normally thinking about that much um, and then just focusing on that and sitting with that for a little while and just observing what happens and then um, I'll, I'll talk you through what i mean by that in a second so either get yourself sat down or laid down find yourself somewhere comfortable and you can pause this if you need to go elsewhere but we'll get started now so Whether you're sitting or laying, I want you to just let yourself relax as much as possible into the surface that you're on. So whether that's the sofa or the bed, just let yourself really sink down, don't be too tense. And what we're going to do first is just to start drawing attention to your breathing. So to start off with, you're just going to breathe in through the nose, hold briefly, and out through the mouth. And just repeat that a few times for me, that routine of in through the nose, brief hold, and then out through the mouth. While you're doing this breathing exercise, I want you to take note of how your body feels as you're doing it. So a couple of common things. People think about the movement of their chest and their shoulders and their abdomen. As they're breathing in, that's expanding. As they're breathing out, that's shrinking back down. Another one that people sometimes notice is the movement of air. So as you're breathing in, you can feel that the air is moving quite quickly. It might be quite cold against the inside of your nose. And then when you breathe out, It's a little bit slower, a little bit louder, a little bit of a different sound and feel to it. So just be aware of that for a moment and just repeat that breathing a few times for me. Good. So we'll move on to the next stage of this now then, which is something called a body scan. So when we do a body scan, what we're basically doing is working throughout our whole body, And assessing how we're feeling and this is something that we use for bodily relaxation it's really really good for stress and some symptoms of anxiety when you're getting really pent up and tense and you know your breathing might be getting a little bit more staggered and you're struggling to relax you know we're feeling really amped up this is where a body scan can be really really useful so you can close your eyes or not um it's up to you but just get yourself nice and comfortable and return to that breathing for a moment And then what I want you to focus on as you're breathing now is start from the top of your head and just start to work your way down your body towards your ears, your jaw, the skin around your forehead and your cheeks, the muscles around your neck. And just think about how these muscles actually feel. Until you bring your awareness to that, you might not notice that you've potentially been clenching your jaw, or you're holding your shoulders up slightly, or the muscles in your neck are a little bit tense. If you're finding any of these things, as you're breathing out, I want you to imagine that you're breathing away that tension and you're consciously relaxing those areas to release any sort of pressure that you're feeling. And just continue with the breathing as you're doing that. And start to work your way down into the upper body. So thinking about the chest, the shoulders, the arms. How's the tension around there? Is there anything that's feeling uncomfortable that you can make a little bit more comfortable and more relaxed? It's okay to change your position as you do so. And just keep repeating that pattern now. Breathing in through the nose. Holding and breathing out through the mouth. And just work your way from top to bottom, finding areas that are tense, finding areas that are uncomfortable, not relaxed, and just make a conscious effort to relax those areas as you're breathing. Okay, good. So, hopefully everyone's feeling a little bit more relaxed now, Um, so you can just focus on me talking for a little moment now. You can open your eyes if you had them closed, you can get yourself sat in a different position. That's where we're talking about the really bodily element of mindfulness. now. Obviously, when we're talking about mindfulness, we're talking about the mind quite a lot as well. So, something you may have noticed when we were quiet there and you were just focusing on your breathing is that your your mind may have wandered off a little bit. Something from work may have popped into your head. Something completely random may have popped into your head. If I tell you, don't think about a grey elephant first thing that you did there was think about a grey elephant we can't help thoughts that spring to mind mindfulness is about not chasing these thoughts so what we're going to do in a moment is repeat the breathing exercise get yourself nice and relaxed again but this time i want you to be aware that if a thought pops into your head i want you to just observe it don't focus on the thought too much don't focus on why it's there or what we need to do about it Think of it almost as though a butterfly is flying around and when that butterfly or thought flutters across our mind we haven't intended for it to be there but we don't need to start chasing it so I want you to imagine that it's just been caught in a net and you're just holding that thought there you're just noticing what you're thinking about. It might be a grey elephant again it could be a blue car it doesn't matter what it is that's popped into your head we're just observing it and we're seeing what that is and then after a moment of just simply sitting and observing, we're going to bring the attention back to the self. So let's start off with a bit of a breathing exercise first. So start off again, get yourself nice and relaxed, eyes closed if you want, and just start to breathe in through the nose, brief hold, and then slowly out through the mouth. And you just repeat that a few times for me. Really focus on getting the body relaxed at this point. Good, now that the body's feeling a little bit more relaxed, start to just see what thoughts pop into your head, so I'll just leave things quiet for a moment and I want you to just purely focus on sitting, breathing and just observing what you're thinking about at this moment in time. Okay so you may have noticed there that when you are just given time and some silence a lot of the time we do tend to fill that silence with thoughts and it's not anything that we're doing intentionally it's just something that happens. Our brains are very very active. Our brains are constantly assessing and analyzing everything that's going on in front of us but as a human we choose to end up pursuing thoughts and we choose to let ourselves get wrapped up in feeling and thinking quite a lot because we're a lot more sort of aware than other animals may be this can end up causing quite a lot of distress so people that struggle from uh, work stress for example a lot of the problem there is that they're under a lot of stress while they're at work but it's the way that we manage that once we leave work so it's very easy after we've had a hard day at work to come home maybe have a drink we'll sit and watch tv for a few hours and then we'll try to go to bed all the time while we're thinking and doing these things we may just be aimlessly watching tv but we can be thinking about work and our mind can be elsewhere and we're not really involved in even the watching of the television you know because we're we're not thinking about it we're thinking about other things and that means that these feelings of stress or worry they can persist and they can start to stick in the body a little bit longer so mindfulness is just a really nice way of bringing your attention to something that's not good or bad it's just as it is right now we don't need to judge it we're just bringing awareness to how we feel in that moment how our body feels and we're just observing what we're thinking about we're just seeing a thought pop into our head and thinking interesting and then we let that thought go and we continue focusing on that present moment just before we wrap up i'll just give another quick little example of something that you can do mindfully so breathing obviously that's something unconscious um the phone for example that's something that's more conscious but we do it mindlessly another example of something that's fairly mindless is when we walk so until We've sort of got on our feet and learnt to walk without falling over. It's something that we need to concentrate on a lot. Babies focus on it a lot and they try over and over and over again. But once we've got the knack of walking, we don't really have to think about it. We just do it. I'll be the first to admit that when I'm really stressed or when I'm feeling low or if my anxiety is getting the better of me, when I'm just going for a walk, my mind is so focused on analysing things and worrying about things and thinking over how I feel But if I then bring my attention to how walking feels, so what can I hear as I'm doing that? What's the surface like underfoot? Is the gravel? Is it mud? Is it tarmac? Can I hear my shoe? How does my foot feel inside of my shoe and further than that inside of my sock? These are all things that don't really ever spring to mind when we're walking, but it's something that you can focus on so that you're just focused purely on the bodily aspect and how we can sense and feel things around us as we're doing that. We don't need to let the mind wander while we're just going for a walk because all we're doing is going for a walk so we can just keep our attention on the walking we can think about how our breathing feels while we're doing so we can think about how it feels as our torso twists when we take each step which muscles can we feel working every time we take a step every time we push off or lift a foot how do all of these things feel. So that, that's a really basic sort of overview, uh, beginner's introduction to mindfulness. It is something that takes a lot of practice and I think some people potentially get put off because, you know, they may download an app like Headspace or something like that, which it is really, really good, but sometimes because we're just doing the five ten minutes, We don't really get the effects of it mindfulness is something that needs to be practiced really really consistently it's a skill that takes time to develop like anything else would you know you don't get good at kicking a football without doing a lot of kicking you don't get good at mindfulness without doing a lot of practicing it so my advice to anyone that's thinking they want to start pursuing mindfulness is a bit of a a self-treatment option for Perhaps stress or pain, obviously get the professional help that you need as well. But what I would recommend to start off with is pick out some times when you know that you're not really acting mindfully and start to practice mindfulness in those situations. So eating, drinking, walking, driving, these are all things we can do really mindlessly every single day. But if you start to be mindful about these situations, I do guarantee that you will start to notice that you feel differently in these times it might not be good or bad you know second concept non-judgment we don't need to analyze it or judge it but you'll become aware of your feelings and your body as opposed to your mind and your thoughts um a, a lot of sort of old tribes Indian tribes that type of thing they believed that we had a second brain in our gut and you know all the things that we know about gut health and a lot of uh, neurotransmitters like serotonin are produced really heavily in the gut so your gut instinct is something that's true your body picks up on energies and feelings and if we become more in tune with that about how we feel as opposed to how we're thinking we do generally start to walk on the right path a little bit better and we start to focus on keeping ourselves a little bit happier a little bit healthier a little bit more balanced and we don't let sort of prejudgments and preconceptions rule over our mind as much so if anyone's got any more questions about mindfulness if you want to discuss the episode with me or if you want to maybe have a go at practicing some with me just drop me a message on instagram at happiness in movement i'd be happy to run through some of that with you um Please share this episode with your friends if you found it useful. Um, And again, all feedback is welcome as ever. So you can just drop me a message or an email if you've got any thoughts. But I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope that it's given you a little bit of something to think about. And I will catch you next time.